Hey guys, thank you for your continued support of the Cabbie Presents podcast. Glad you're enjoying these conversations as much as I am producing them. A little programming note, the podcasts are available in video form on the TSN YouTube page. So if you feel like watching them, that option is available to you as well as this one for your headphones or your car stereo. Have you subscribed yet? Click that button on your phone. If you haven't rated the pod, there are five stars available. I know you'll make the right decision. And we begin. But we're looking for a personality and a distinctive voice. I'm tickled to death at what an idiot I am. Make fun of myself before someone else made fun of me. Have you ever been potty? <laughs> I am right now. Always want to do stuff that is different and challenging. Is this fiction? What's happening here? But I need you to talk for like 15 minutes. Please. This is the Cabbie Presents Podcast. The last time I saw this man, we were in Nashville during the Western Conference Finals, where all the hair he'd lost on his head, he grew in his face. He's a captain's captain, wearing the sea for the Anaheim Ducks for a decade, a leader among men, and decorated with Olympic gold, Stanley Cup glory, and firmly rooted in his Marc Messier years. Ten years ago, I beat him in beach hockey, but have since lost in shooting hoops in his backyard, and have taken many L's in our interviews. It is my pleasure to welcome back Ryan Getzlaff to the Cabbie Presents podcast. Thank you for being here, sir. Wow, of course. Thanks for having me, buddy. Uh, you are. I was talking to some kids the other day, and uh, they asked me who my favorite athletes are, and, uh, or uh, athletes to interview. In uh, football, it's Aaron Rodgers. In basketball right now, it's Kyle Lowry, but all-time, it's Kobe Bryant. And in baseball, it's either Jose Batista or David Ortiz. And in hockey, it's you. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I want to say thank you for not ending my career, because... Um, I've probably violated you physically six to eight times, yes. um, and uh, I don't think any of it was consensual, so I apologize for the following. Rubbing my face against your face, rubbing your head, and one time I put like my arm around your waist and I just pulled you closely. Very low back. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. it was a low back. And then one time, I also apologize for this, this is not a, a violation of personal space, but one time I brought three random girls to your cottage. You in, did do that, yes. In Kelowna, and I'm not sure if your then girlfriend, now wife, was that impressed or that uh, appreciative of the move but she was she was wonderful she, she played made, it cool yeah she did she made us all lunch but you may have had to have a conversation later like what is cabbie bringing these three savages to our place for so i apologize for all of that well no problem buddy uh, yeah, forget i appreciate you letting me be a basketball too <laughs> when was the last time you dunked a basketball <laughs> i brought that up again yeah <laughs> i play all the time now my kid loves to play oh really yeah but wait the house that i went to has you, changed a little bit do you, but wait, did you move from that house? Or like, I have, have I, twice you, since then. <laughs> so, so, guy, you own more houses than I do Jordans. That's true. I've been to three of your homes. In, in our, our, I'm our at my final one now. You are? I am. Unfortunately for the people that are, are watching this, I don't have a photo of this guy's campus, but my guy had literally, like, like there was enough for like a great, like a hole, like a, like hole number one, and then there was a basketball, and there was a swim. It was a <laughs> massive campus. Now this one, because your 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 family is like a, your own, is like almost as big as a soccer team. Um, is the campus the equivalent of to the of the house that I went to, or is it even bigger? It's a little bigger. Oh my God! Do you still have a theater? <laughs> uh, no, we don't have a theater in this house. No. Throw a theater. I have five acres though, so do my you? kids are all over the map. Oh my gosh! Do you have to like? Does everyone get an iPhone so you can just keep in touch, like just so you know where they're at at all times? <laughs> my wife has lost one of our kids for a little while. <laughs> she called me. <laughs> she's like, I can't find Mac, our youngest one. <laughs> really? <laughs> and he was out in the garage playing, but she <laughs> failed to look there for a while. 
Uh, and then did you laugh or were you like, you better find that kid quick or I'm flying home from St. Louis? No, I laughed. Okay. I know they're okay. <laughs> For context, we're recording this the day after uh, the Ducks suffered a 9-3 butt kicking to the Winnipeg Jets. So my first question, <clears throat> I'm watching this uh, clip the other day of John Tortorella. He's just ripping his guys. In fact, let's hear from John Tortorella, coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets, after a 5-4 loss to the Winnipeg Jets. I didn't realize how, how poorly... We thought the game, how playing with just absolutely no balls at all in the game uh, until I really uh, broke down the video. The team needs to be reset here uh, pretty quickly. For you as a player, how do you respond or have you ever had a coach that really gets on you? And are you one of those guys that will internalize it like this guy or will you let that fuel you for your performance? So two questions. Well, I don't swear on the radio, but um, <laughs> We're on a, it's a podcast. Oh, you can do whatever podcast. you want. You do whatever you want. Yes. Perfect. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it It depends on the context they're doing it. Um, there's certain times where obviously it's expected when you go out and lose 9-3. <laughs> um, not a lot of coaches do it after games anymore. It's not really worth it, I don't think, at the time. Uh, more of it comes either the day after or during the game. And, you know, when you're trying to turn things around during the game, uh, by the end of it, there's no real point in yelling at players. And it's not like we wanted to do that or we Fair. we love to <laughs> go out and get our butts kicked. So um, it's about responding and, that, you know, and that's kind of how we have to take it. So how do you respond, though? Well, I Cause responded in this, in by this going back to work. I mean, that's the, you know, ultimately that's what you have to do is um, get back to work the next day and, and, and be ready to go. So will um, you score a hat trick in your next game? That's the plan. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you I got a lot in my career, so I, I spent Patrick's? a lot of time. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Good for I, you. I think you had a couple in 2013. I think I have three I be, in I 14 years. Th- three hat-tricks? <laughs> yeah. And, but how many three-assist games? Because that's, that's really a jam. I got a three-assist games, yes. I was in Carolina the other day, and I was speaking with Gary Lawless, who is a content creator for the Vegas Golden Knights. He was a f- former Winnipeg guy, and <clears throat> um, he moved to um, start the content division for the team. And he was telling me the story about uh, Peter Statsny. And Peter Statsny played for a big part of his career with the Quebec Nordiques. And he said to the coach, when he saw Joe Sackick skating, he's like, I want that. He was like 19 or 20. He's like, I want that kid on my wing. Then like 15, 16 years later, Sackick is seeing Paul Statsny. They they played together on the Colorado Avalanche. Mm -hmm. And then sort of in this interesting circle, he said, he said, of Paul Statsny, I want that kid to play on my wing. So have you, and, and I'm thinking about this because of this three assists, you've had multiple of these three assist games, have you ever said to a coach about a young player, like, I want that kid on my wing? Identifying some young stud. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever come out and said that. Um, Raquel kind of worked his way into it. Um, you know, obviously, being the skill level he was at, it was kind of the next step for him was to. I knew he wanted to play wing, and um, and you know, and then they fit him in on our line. Um, this Troy Terry kid that we have coming up right now is he's nice. He's legit. He's he's good. He's got great skills, and um, and he can shoot the puck. So anyone who can really shoot the puck, I'm pretty happy to have <laughs> on my line. So <laughs> I've made a I've made a pretty good career out of trying to get those guys the puck. A few years ago, I was at this EA thing in uh, Burnaby because I think I believe the Burnaby campus does the NHL series of video games, and Corey Perry was up there. And then you and I were on the phone, and you're like, "Tell Perry you're welcome for the the new contract that I gave him," mm-hmm. uh, which was man, it was probably 
not his current contract, but the one before, which is probably where he made a, a nice a nice living. So yeah, he's doing okay. Yeah, so you are like the production booster, like you're a, an injection of Red Bull, so to speak. <laughs> Even though you're, what, are you year thirteen or year fourteen? Right, I now? think fourteen. You're fourteen. I think so. I don't do math all that well. So, <laughs> you know. Let's take a quick moment to thank our sponsor, the Cabbie Presents Archives. If you've forgotten clips from past episodes that you've seen on TV or you haven't seen past episodes and you want a legit certified time waster, they're on YouTube. Check the TSM page. Oh, and uh, since Ryan Getzlaff spent his entire career setting up fat, delicious goals for his teammates, I'm going to scroll down the playlist to find a short clip from an Anaheim Ducks charity event where he talks about his skill in the kitchen. I miss these intimate conversations we have. Yeah, I'm going to be right here. I know you are. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> I know. I'm glad you had gum before you came, though. Who's the teammate who, if they came out with a with a tray of food that they prepared, yeah. that you would fake an illness so that you wouldn't have to eat the food? Uh, Ricard Raquel, for sure. You don't trust his food? No chance. Why not? Because he lives with Hampus. Can you give yourself a letter grade of your own culinary skills? Uh, a through F, sir. Are we asking me or what would my wife say? Okay, no, I got you first. I can go find Paige. Yeah. Uh, to either validate or deny, but uh, I'd like it from you, sir. <laughs> um, what is good? A or? Okay, what do you mean, what is good? Yeah, what A's good? the best. Buddy, <laughs> school, to be A in school, a C was great. <laughs> You know, that's, right, it was, we're happy with that. Yeah, it was that's, D for degree. Right? Yeah, we're there. When we were messaging uh, before the holidays, before you made your return, I was like, yo, how's your body doing? You're like, I'm coming, you know, it's coming along. I'm, I'm doing all right. And I asked you about, I think I just maybe went to the gym and I tried the Versa Climber. Was that your way of just like inserting in this interview that you went to the gym? <laughs> One time. Okay. Just, <laughs> I, I got to get that in there. <laughs> How can I put but be, that listen, people can look at my face and they know like he doesn't go to the gym because it, it's they the look cheek. at your waist. They know you've been at the gym. No, no, no. The cheeks don't lie. So no. when I have this well. big round, stupid face, but it feels like people are like, oh, <laughs> See, you okay. gotta go. yeah, I got to just gotta stay in that pose. Like the whole time. <laughs> Sorry for the people listening. I'm just doing like a stupid like model face, like a blue steel or whatever, sucking in my cheekbones. But okay, so it was I did the so the Versa climbers like you're standing, you're you're vertical and you're standing on this sort of this vertical rod and your your arms and your hand sorry your arms and your feet are moving like a piston up and down this and i was like it was the worst exercise i've ever done in my life and i and i remember i think you said the assault bike was one of your oh yeah was the one you hated the most it's yeah a nightmare. Ah! i think anything you're doing where you have to use your legs and arms is not not going to be a good experience for anybody do you still do it in year 14? This, uh, it helps with your... Uh, I do when I'm coming back from things. So did you before you came back? I did, year? yeah. A couple times. So guess I have to do that for 45 seconds. Oh my gosh. And it's the 45 second sprint. Yeah, just I hate to, that stuff. But do you wait? How, but how long do you do it for? Do you do it for like 30 minutes or 45 minutes? Well, it depends what our strength coach wants that day. Depends if he really likes me that day or he's trying to really piss me off. So. <laughs> and do you always follow his instruction? Always. Do you? <laughs> I don't think you do. We talk through it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'd like to do 16 more, but uh, yeah, I'm really... It's just not the day. Yeah. Do you have those uh, Norma Tech oh, yeah. leg... Uh, recovery that leg recovery system yeah. at your place or do you do they no, travel just at with the one? rink. At Our the rink. team travels with them. 
When are you gonna get a hyperbaric chamber? Yeah, that's probably not gonna happen. What you, the, guy, they're only they're like five Gs, five to twelve. Yeah, the money's the issue. <laughs> <laughs> guy, get it. I don't have enough room in my house. Oh my god, <laughs> dude, this. <laughs> You probably have a 19 car. The reason why your kid got lost in the garage is because there's freaking 19 cars in there. You were, He's I hiding think, behind cars. I think you were the first person that I knew that had a matte black. You either had a matte black Range or a matte black Bentley. And this is, I think, the first house I went to just after you guys won, a, won your ring in 07, I think. And Did, a matte black Aston Martin and a matte black Rolls Royce Ghost. You're you're disgusting. <laughs> Do you still have those cars? No. You're gr- I hate you. you know, I love I, you, but I you hate know you. I got issues. I I rotate through cars worse than yeah, dude. It was uh, is, is it is it because Timu Solani, who was like one of the all time greats, but that dude's car collection was like Jay Leno's, right? Mm-hmm. So did you feel like oh man this. Like, did, was there a competition level in that park? In that oh, I don't think it was competition, but it was definitely an inspiration. But was there like, oh, I, I need to get either something faster or something more expensive? Well, my problem was is that T let me drive him once in a while, so then I got hooked and I was... <sighs> right. Yeah. So I blame him ultimately <laughs> for my car issues. I, I would blame him too. Yeah. Okay, I have a segment called This is G-Rated. I'm not much of a G-rated person in real life. True. But on this podcast, this section is called This is G-rated. All right. So I want to know currently what are your guilty pleasures, whether it's trashy shows on Netflix, whether it's the garbage that you eat after 2 a.m. I met someone recently who said they hadn't been to In-N-Out Burger. I was like, I'm going to punch you in your face. What about um, TK Burger? T- I love TK Burger, <laughs> but I've only I've been there I've been there since you took me and I oh, so here's the story. We're playing beach hockey in, uh, um, what were we in? Like uh, 2003. No, but were we in... Uh, <laughs> Newport Beach. Newport Beach. We weren't in, um, but Newport Beach in Orange County. What the hell was the name of that show on MTV? Laguna Beach. Laguna Beach. It was next door to Laguna Beach. Anyway, it's just like hole-in-the-wall burger place. It's like, I'm going to take you to a, like a local spot, go burgers, and you know I love my food. I went. I think I ate two. Everybody else had well, I ate two <laughs> and a lo- healthy portion of french fries. My trophy because I beat you in beach hockey, one nothing. What are and, the chances that you would beat me in hockey and I would beat you in basketball? <laughs> That's true. Uh, the chances are zero percent. Um, but thank you. Um, okay, so what is the thing that you're either a show that you're, you're watching with your wife or you, something you watch on the road that is pretty trashy that you feel a little bit guilty about? A little guilty. Um, or food or snack that you eat. Well, I like my snacks. We eat a lot of In-N-Out Burger. We got into Five Guys now. See, someone, I was talking to Raunich the other day, and he says Five Guys is better than In-N-Out Burger. Actually, I, no, like I think I was going to punch him in the face. Not Really? Another, yes, it was him I was going to punch in the face. He's not a pretty big dude. He's like your height. Or yeah. maybe he's like 6'5", but yeah. like sneaky tall. Yeah. So were you, actually, sneaky tall. <laughs> um, so Five Guys is your thing. Five Guys, yeah. What about um, garbage TV shows? Uh, I don't know. Bro, I started watching well, the we ten, Did you watch the Ted Bundy one? No. It's, it's ter- I mean, it's beautifully done, but it's yeah. like, this is one of the most it's evil dark, monsters huh? <laughs> ever to live on Earth. Yeah. No, so I, I feel guilty about that. watching that one. Yeah. You haven't, so you haven't seen that one? No. What are you, what are you binging on Netflix right now? Um, I watch Suits. I watch Great show. Billions. Yeah, it's about to start. Yeah. See, I watch them after. I have to like binge watch them. You can't watch I, like no. you can't wait for like a week. I think no they're chance. on Sundays. Really? No. That's we the one appointment. What about Game of Thrones? I tried. I couldn't. I watched a season and a half, and I can't. I didn't like it. What do you mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, I got a lot of reactions about that one. Who doesn't love Game of Thrones? What are you talking about? I think Wait. I'm the only person. Wait, is it because there's too many characters? There's too many like weird names? No, that... I don't know. I'm just not into the different realms and all kinds of stuff. I don't know. Yo, Game of Thrones is a movement, my G. I know. I didn't. I just couldn't get into it. I tried. I gave it a season and a half, and I still turned it off. Yo, in the first season, the main character is killed. Sean yeah. Bean. They beat. People maybe haven't seen it yet. Bro. Listen, there's no. Okay, spoiler alert. Sean Bean <laughs> dies in the first season. Okay, there Jesus. you go, you mother bleepers. <laughs> As a hockey dude, and you live in California, since LeBron has joined the Lakers, I mean, it goes from Kobe to LeBron, so you have these two icons in the sport, so they probably dominate the coverage in in Los Angeles, in greater California area, or greater LA area. Um, how do you feel about super teams in the NBA, and do you think that players have the ability to create super teams in your league? Uh, I think in our league it's a lot harder just because of the salary cap and um, and the way it works and you know the fact that we have 25 guys on our team that all play on a regular basis. When you're talking the NBA, they have you know how many guys on the court and they only have 12 guys. So, right. Yeah. Um, it's a lot easier to have if you pick up three or four great players. Um, you know they're basically on the floor throughout the whole game. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think you can really do that in hockey. Listen, your team, your 07 team, that was a super team, bro. Yeah. Like, li- yeah, just team. list the Hall of Famers on your team. Yeah, we had a, t- we had a pretty good group there. <laughs> There's Niedermeyer, Niedermeyer Pronger, Solani, you. Jaguar. Do you think Jaguar's going to go to the Hall of Fame? Uh, he'll be close, I think. I think he might have an opportunity, but he was still, you know, one of the best goalies in the league at that, uh, that time. True. So. Do you think Kunitz will go to the Hall of Fame? I don't know. He, he just wins cups. So. <laughs> well, he's got what two he's or got, three with Pittsburgh. Oh, he has no, four, now four in total. Whew, oh, that's four Stanley Cups. Yeah, he's going to Hall of Fame. Yeah, and then there's Perry. <laughs> and then Paris. Listen, you win a you win yeah. an MVP trophy. You're going yeah. to the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah. God, that's six dudes. That's a quarter of your team. <laughs> that's a super team. Before yeah. it was like we the the phrase super team was a thing. Like when the when the Celtics formed in 0708. Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, that was like the, and then, you know, then came the Miami Heat, and then, you know, the Golden State Warriors, that sort of thing. So you don't think it's possible in your league? I don't think it's possible to, like, move around like they did. Like, they kind of created those teams. Our team was, there was three or four of us that were all draft picks. We didn't just sign there. Well, Niedermeyer and Progner came over, right? Yes. And then, uh... So you, oh yeah, you, everybody else. You and Perry me, were Paris, same Cooney. same draft, right? Oh, oh three. Oh three, yeah. That draft class was gross. Yeah, it was okay. That is gross. Is there a <laughs> version of like? Do you remember that Slam Magazine cover, the '96 draft class? It had like Kobe, Iverson, Nash. No, you don't remember that cover? No. Is there something like that that exists for that class, the O three class? I don't think so. You guys never took like a group photo that day? Well, we had we did a group shot. Just it's it's always like the top ten guys rated ranked or whatever that they bring in the day before. Were you? But a, I think that were was you in the, ranked in the top ten? I was ranked in the top ten. Dude. I fell a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what did you fall to? What Nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. And then what did Perry fall? They like my attitude. <laughs> Makes sense. Did you have frosted tips back then? I you did probably have frosted did. tips, hundred <laughs> percent. The real question is, did you have frosted tips back then? <laughs> I did not. I that did not. Been awesome. I basically had the same stupid fade for like thirty years. I had, same I, well, barber too. No, I, I rotate a little bit. Oh yeah. But uh, do you have this? Do you have my? You could go to my barber. Like he can clean you up real nice. Yeah. 
What do you use on your... Why don't we ever do that? You've never invited me to go see your barber in town. God, you're never we in Toronto for more haircut. than... <laughs> we do. You're never in Toronto for more than 36 hours. Well, that's true. So you'd have to... I would have to fly to... You had no problem bringing me in here. Yeah, this We could have th- done this at the barber this morning. Ooh. Yeah, we could have. Yeah. Next time. And then right. he'll clean up the he'll yeah, clean, we'll up, clean the up the beer. everything. Yeah, we can just That's not a bad idea. Think he but, did my back? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, RG, have you ever been to like a black barber shop? Uh no. They're like they are in the movies. Yeah. Yes. It's <laughs> See, very that's loud. why I need to go. <laughs> it's very loud. And there's uh, there are arguments about sports. The ones I go to the one I go to, it's like my guy Mario is a huge soccer fan. Oh, so really? He's always talking about the premiership. Mm. And then there's the Raptors, he sprinkles in and um, and then I think he'd other. win that battle. I don't have a clue about soccer, so I don't. I just kind of listen to what he says, and I just I and just don't repeat occasional... it to other people. Like yes. it's your own. Yeah, that's perfect. God, that's my that's my jam. <laughs> now it's time for something called down your rabbit hole. Ooh, are you excited? Right. How do you feel about that? Just I hearing feel a little title. uncomfortable. <laughs> the moment. May I see your phone, please? Actually, you know, you keep your phone. <clears throat> you keep your phone. <laughs> uh, do me a favor and open up the the YouTube app. The YouTube app. Yeah. All right. So you got the, Wi-Fi here? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to use my data. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this is a segment where we'll randomly see what kind of videos that you watch because the YouTube algorithm, it just chooses videos for you based on what you've seen before, based on what you've watched before. So now this- I was I unaware get, of this. The YouTube algorithm? Yeah. You, you're not on Instagram either, right? No. So you're like unaware of algorithms. I'm like- and you're not I'm on like Facebook either, right? <laughs> you really are, dude. But your cars are. Your cars are friggin' state of the art. My cars are ready to go. <laughs> state yeah. of the art technology. So I want to fall down your rabbit hole. So just right. go ahead and just read the the titles of the videos and, you know. The first who, video is the team that wouldn't be here. Is that a hockey? What kind of video is that? I don't know. What, uh, what sport is that? Football. Okay. Go to the next one. Okay. <laughs> How to master the perfect 300 game bowling with Donnie Baker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can see what you were watching recently. Okay, go to the next one. Top five worst plays of all time, NFL. Okay. And Mike Tyson's brutal knockout. Wow, so you're, you're just, that's just sports stuff. And then go to the fifth one. When you think you are fast and this happens. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that like a fail compilation or like a fail video, you think? Uh, yeah, it's like. There's a Lamborghini and a and a car, or a motorcycle driving beside each other. Got it. So it's, it's about to go down. <laughs> it really is. Somebody's. It's probably the motorcycle that's going to veer off and just crash into a bale of hay or a friggin' light post, and hopefully the guy um, survives. Hopefully the person survives. Yep. That was uh, that was a rabbit hole. Okay. That was a rabbit hole. It wasn't. It wasn't it's even usually, that bad. No, it's usually just what people send me, and then I click on them. So it's wait, not like I ever go on YouTube and search stuff. You know how many channels on YouTube that you watch where you're watching highlights or whatever? No. So in your, what is it, through a chat, like in an iMessage group or a... Yeah, it's usually that, a group message or I have one buddy in California that sends me stuff all the time. He, he loves that Donnie Baker. I don't know who Donnie Baker is. Oh, you should look it up. He's pretty funny. He's just like a kid. He's he, just a hillbilly that describes things. <laughs> like talks about like his the, life. Uh, have you seen like Aussie Man? No. He's an Australian guy. And does these voiceovers of it could just be like a lion chasing oh, a, yeah, yeah. a zebra or <clears throat> something? Oh, I in think the I NBA. know what you're talking about. Yeah, and they're amazing. I mean, he swears, and they're just tremendous. Yeah. Um, all right, so your rabbit hole, your rabbit yeah. hole's pretty, pretty G-rated. Yeah, we didn't go over yours though. Oh God, 
I might listen. I might this as well share. Be. I got uh, <clears throat> Guillermo at the Super Bowl opening night, twenty nineteen. I got Nelk fake co- fake mall cop prank. Have you seen that? No. Excellent video. <laughs> uh, PK Subban's family shows of no Mer- no mercy. The the PK Subban project episode one. I got is Kawhi health Kawhi Leonard healthy now and Tim and Sid and then Twenty One Savage featuring J Cole a lot. Which oh, I haven't heard this song yet. They so just I'm, knew you'd like it. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like sports. The algorithms spit it out at you, huh? They do, yeah. and it's thank, thank God it wasn't anything about. Yeah, there could have been some weird stuff pop up on yours. What would you if if this if these two options were presented to you, and these are two terrible options, but I I got to know which one you would take. If you're if either of like a naked photo of you was released to the public, or your internet browser history was released. Mm. Which one? Which one would you choose? Both terrible options. Both terrible options. Yeah, yeah. that would be weird. Um, I'm gonna go internet browser history. Really? See, yeah. I'll go naked photo. Yeah. Because your internet browser history knows you more than your wife. The, like it knows you the most out of anybody in the world. Yeah, that, but I'm not a big internet guy, so I don't. I don't. So you're not afraid of like some. There wouldn't of the, be a lot of like weird stuff coming out. I don't yeah, think. but sometimes they're dumb questions. Like I do a lot of yeah. spelling or like. Oh yeah. Like what? Like. Why is this? Why are my toenails different colors? Like, like <laughs> stupid things like that. So embarrassing, which you never admit to anybody else. But like, with your as you have this this friendship with your your Google friggin' browser, you're like, okay, no one's gonna know this. Don't repeat this, please. Yes, because yeah. I want to still look like or seem like a normal friggin' person. Okay, last one. Yeah. I was reading this article in ESPN the magazine about Jamal Murray, who's a basketball player in the NBA, Canadian kid. He's from Kitchener, Ontario. His dad. Roger Murray used to put him through like grueling workouts when he was, you know, a kid and then in high school. And his dad was like big into kung fu. So Jamal Murray had to like, was like dribbling on ice. He had to do r- hill runs, like run up backwards, push ups in the snow. He had to hit like a certain number of free throws before leaving the gym. Your pops, since he raised two professional athletes, what was. The exercise, what was the thing that he would do with you and Chris, which you hated in the moment, but you appreciate it, you appreciate now? If there were any of those type of th- wall sits, mm. was there like, did you yeah. play like the shoulder punch game? <laughs> was there- we definitely played that. But, um, <laughs> How many years separate you and Chris, by the way? Two and a half. Two and a half. Okay, so you guys close enough where you got, could fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did our fair share of fighting growing <laughs> up, uh, chasing him around the block. I think that's why he ran so fast. Right. He yeah. is a pretty fast dude. Yeah. And no, I don't. Our dad didn't really like. He wasn't into that. Like, he was our coach most of the time, like in hockey. But. How many back we skates did he force on you guys? Well, we did a lot of that stuff. A lot of skating and like. But that was just as our coach, not like as our dad. We did. Uh, and then we just did a lot of. I remember the morning skates and stuff were always the worst thing. I never wanted to get up for practice. And he would drag us out of bed to go skate at, you know, 6.37 in the morning before school. But. Uh, other than that, he didn't. He wasn't really that hard on us or anything. He just made sure we learned that we had to show up. That was the biggest thing. How we didn't get days off? How did your dad humble you in the house? Because th- this is for for my pops. It was arm wrestles and then just play fighting. Because you know, dads and you are you are dad. So you have this. There's this grown man strength, which you like. You can't really account for it. And based on someone's like size or whatever, but my dad's like your height, and I'm yeah. I'm still a little bit afraid of my pops. So <laughs> it was like play fights. I'm sure I'm 0 and six, and then arm wrestles. I'm I th- probably like 0 and 12, or 0 and 13. Yeah, 
Mr. Getzlaff. Mr. Getzlaff was, uh, he definitely had the old man strength when it came to the, the would, wrestling. Would you guys test him? Oh, yeah. We'd and, do the wrestling and stuff when we were younger. And then how did it work out for you and Chris? Yeah, not so good. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember it's, this it reminds me a lot of when, I'm, when I wrestle with my kids now. So you, they think they're kind of like in it a little bit because you kind of <laughs> just toy with them. So wait, it was Gavin and Ryder, they attack, or does like does Willow or Oh, Willow and Mac both get in there. All four? Oh yeah, Mac's a nut job. He comes flying over the top. <laughs> he doesn't care what's going on in the pile. He just launches himself into it. Do you now like? Do you ever do the? I was talking to Ryan Reeves the other day. His dad, just, remember, and your brother probably did this to you. Remember the spit one where you you pin someone's their knee, your knees are on their shoulders and you like you yeah. fake the the glob of spit down to the and you suck it back up. Yeah, he's like his dad sometimes never sucked the, the spit back up. <laughs> got him a few times either in the mouth or like the eye. My the, mouth was open. My, my mouth, mouth was yeah. My mouth was oh definitely grabbing your brother's head and just blowing yeah. it, just dropping a tremendous. Yeah, bomb no, my brother face. couldn't do that stuff. I was. As big or bigger than him. Were you? When like I a, was, yeah. Were you guys like the same, like 10? He was what, like 12 or 13 probably mm -hmm. in the overlap? Oh, yeah. By the time I got to be 10, I was definitely as big or bigger than him. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. So he had to get his licks in between like you were like six and nine. Yeah. What about Pops? Did he ever Did he ever do that game? No, he wouldn't do that. I don't think. Dad, Dad didn't have that in him. He's an old farm boy. He just kind of, he just laugh at us when we tried to wrestle with him. Really, and then yeah. uh, and then finally, the uh, we live in this sort of participation trophy era. Oh, jeez, don't even get me started. Or society, and and I don't know if you grew up in that no that era where just for showing up you're rewarded or praised for your participation versus winning a tournament and then you're rewarded for the accomplishment. You have a trophy, whatever. Uh, so that didn't exist for you. No. Now your kids, they're growing up in this era. Soccer, basketball, baseball, whatever, softball. Are you going to, like James Harrison, the future Hall of Fame uh, linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he played for New England. There was a, a moment where, I think it was a few years ago, his kids were either at a baseball tournament or football, and they got participation, <clears throat> either medals or trophies, and he, they didn't accept that. I don't even know if they brought them in the car, but they didn't accept, he didn't accept them on behalf of his kids because he didn't want to teach them, like, yeah, oh, just show up and play, you get rewarded. Now, for your kids, if they are in those leagues, how are you going to navigate that stuff? Will you be like, okay, yeah, you, you showed you came, yeah. Or will you be like, we're not taking that home. You're only, we're only going to count the third place, second place, and the first place finishes. Yeah, I mean, fortunately enough for me, my kids are kind of bred in that they have that competitive nature in them. So they're not really, um, I think Ryder got a fourth place ribbon at the track and field meet. <laughs> Um, and basically just took it and threw it in the trash. And, uh, he That's my guy. Yeah, he doesn't believe in that stuff either. So, um, you know, I mean, the biggest thing was with sports now is that I'm trying to teach the kids that they just they have to show up. That's the biggest thing. They have to show up for their teammates and and be there. Um, but I, you know, I definitely am a big believer in being competitive when you're there and um, and being rewarded for that. I'm not. I don't want my kids getting trophies and bringing trophies home just for being there. Right. Yeah. They play, Ryder's playing, well, they're both playing, both my boys are playing uh, hockey, foot, flag football, and baseball right now. Sick. And then Gavin plays soccer, Willa plays soccer, um, and Willa's into dance now. Um, yeah. And then Ryder plays basketball, too, in the summer. 
So. Oh man, he's got a court at his house. Yeah, they do everything. They just <laughs> they they love sports, and it's a it's a blessing because they're out there doing stuff all the time. What kind of a sports dad are you? Are you? I'm the stand in the corner and watch my kids. Dad. You, okay, so you're not like are you? You're not going to fight a referee in the parking lot? No, I'm definitely not going to. I laugh more than anyone on the planet watching these guys play <laughs> when they're playing hockey and stuff and running into each other and people are running into them it makes me laugh i uh one of the hardest things is watching parents go crazy in the stands when their their kids are out there trying to play and uh and seeing grown men and women yeah acting the way they do when you were in saskatchewan were there some very like did you play with teammates who were their parents were borderline psychos the way they carried carried on in the not borderline the- i played with some that were psychos <laughs> I've, I've seen I've seen a lot of weird things. Yeah, give us up a story sports, about either like, give us uh, either a fight in the parking lot or someone like a parent came into <clears throat> like the hallway where the li- the dressing rooms are. Oh yeah, we had we had one parent that uh, on my brother's summer hockey team actually. So I was in the stands for it, and he was in a full on fist fight with like five other guys, five other dads, and it was like the weirdest concept I'd ever heard of. And they were fighting about what the kids were doing on the ice. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. One so versus five. How did that guy yeah. make out? Well, he did pretty good. <laughs> did he? <laughs> he was <Wow>. a big dude. <laughs> big dude and obviously a little squirrely. <laughs> That's, uh, he'd be interesting at, uh, at family dinners or holiday dinners. Cause you know, and you never want politics to come up, but I feel like that guy <clears throat> probably has a, probably very uh, strong in his beliefs. Yeah, he's got a stance. Yeah. <laughs> he does have a stance. Yeah. Uh, RG. This is uh, this is a lot of fun. I really appreciate your time and uh, and coming to to spend share some thoughts on the Cabby Presents podcast. As I told you before, we started recording. There was um, some mutual friends of ours won a Stanley Cup in 2012 after, and there was a turnaround game. There's a turnaround in the season, so I believe you're at the turning point for this season. That's why I'm here. Yeah, man. We're supposed to have I this conversation. The, yeah, we are. And then you're gonna look back like. Man, you know who, like when you're being interviewed on the ice and you're just excited and like your your beard is the friggin' like borderline Sasquatchian and you remember like, you know what? A friend of mine told me that this was going to happen. I'll give you a shout out. Don't worry. I appreciate you. Um, so go make it happen, will you? That's the plan. Ryan Getzlaff. Thanks, Appreciate buddy. you being on the Capital Sense Podcast. Of course. Thank you for listening to Ryan Getzlaff. This was Cabby Presents, the podcast. 